Wait, someone has been in my studio. This light switch was left on. It would appear I have a bug problem I must sort out. In the meantime, commencing Operation Liberation, as in, your audio receptors, are currently liberated from the terrible sound your hosts on this podcast make for the next 20 seconds. Now, witness as I transition from serenading you with my smooth voice and leaving you with those so-called hosts. On with the show. Welcome to the podcast where we are currently recapping the events of Transformers IDW 2005 Continuity. I'm Onyx Prime with my two co-hosts here. Howdy, I'm Compichon. Hi, I'm Kilobyte. Moving on with our comic book discussion for today's episode takes us to IDW Lost Light Volume 1, which is a continuation of Transformers More Than Meets the Eye. And as always, spoiler warning. So if you haven't read it already, we highly Highly recommend you to go back. Yeah, that's right. Go back and read it. Then come listen to the podcast. Now, onwards. Just you know pause, the drill. Pause, the, pause the podcast. Pause right here. All right. <laughs> Both Computron and myself have read this series already, but this is Killbyte's first time, and we are excited to hear his thoughts, theories, and comments. But before we can even do that, Computron likes to do this thing where he talks about trivia and facts, and, you know, the sometimes it's entertaining. Sometimes you you learn something. Computron, do we are we learning something today? I mean, I don't even know anymore. I guess. Take it away. <laughs> okay, so there are a total of six comics for this volume. First issue was released December 14th, 2016, and the sixth and final issue in this volume was released June 7th, 2017. And the writers was James Roberts and the artist was Jack Lawrence with colors by Joanna Lafuente and John Paul Bove. All right, so to trivia. In issue one, when Rewind realizes what has happened at the end of the issue, he quotes Arthur Dent from The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy novel, Mostly Harmless, when he remarks, right planet, wrong universe. (laughs) In issue two, Shock's name is visible on the Necrobots memorial, but he didn't appear. He was killed by a spark eater and his body was found in More Than Meets the Eye issue two. It was his fellow duobot, Orr, who mysteriously disappeared in the 2012 annual. Rather than consider this mistake, we'll assume it's a subtle extension of the joke that nobody could tell the two duobots apart. Not even the Necrobot. In issue four, we see a box that promises a tale of two rungs, a reference to Charles Dickens, hey, you know, a tale of two cities. For the last trivia, in issue six, as quoted by Rodimus, incorrectly describes the Autobots situation with the Latin phrase quid pro quo, which means to trade one favor for another. Rodimus really wants to be using the term catch 22 or double blind, which refers to unwinnable scenarios in which one requirement for victory contradicts the other. I think that's last it. So, Mr. Kilobyte, you mind giving us a short summary of these comics? Will do. The stranded Lost Lighters take stock following their victory against the DJD, while Rodimus' team gets to grips with the functionalist universe 
Telgate's increasingly aggressive behavior lands a node in hot water. Rodimus and company learn more about the history of the functionless universe and world comes up against an old nemesis. On Cybertron, Rodimus and Megatron butt heads at the functionless console, plans pick up speed, while on Necroworld, love stories rarely have happy endings. Rong's purpose is revealed at last as the functionless console plan enters its endgame. And finally, the Autobots' visit to functionless Cybertron comes to an end, but not everyone makes it out alive. While on Necroworld, an Anode risks it all to conquer death. Strong stuff. And as always, this information has been taken from the wiki. From the wiki. <laughs> from the wiki. Indeed. Gotta give credit where it's due. Are you two yes. ready to dive in? Yes. Oh, this one's gonna be a long one, but yeah. Yeah, so strap on in, I think, is the human phrase. Right? Is it strap in? I hope it's in and not I think the other one. Buckle anyway. up, buckaroo. I'm buckle not sure. buckle up, buckaroo. <laughs> We are introduced to our new characters, and at least one of my new favorites on a list of favorites. Anode and Long. What do we know right away, Kilo and Comp, about these two bots? They're possible troublemakers. Well, they'll fit right in on the Lost Light is what you're saying. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Go ahead, Kilo. That they work good together? <laughs> yeah. Work good together. Nothing I like how I see the negative and you see the positive. <laughs> Yeah, I really like uh, Lug and Anode. What little we saw of it at the beginning, their relationship is because like Anode is like super optimistic and Lug is like, everything's going to go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So good. So while that's happening, we fast forward 500 years later because Anode and Lug, that's 500 years in the past. Rodimus gets a new paint job. Who would like to tackle the meaning of this new paint job? Um, I'll do it because, you know, I hate getaway and you'll understand why people because it's a really gorgeous paint job. So our friend Onyx here, he went and ordered like, what is it like a model? It's a model uh, kit. Yes. It's like a model kit of Rodimus. And what he did was is he painted it purple and blue. And so how it's kind of described and then pulling up a picture here is he's got kind of like a purple chest piece with like a blue sub color. And then kind of like a dark purple on his shoulders. So it kind of looks almost like, almost like his, I'm going to say almost, without the mustache. Kind of like his shattered glass look, colors, combo kind of thing. I can um, see it. And so what it means is, is in, who painted him this color was Drift. And in this kind of thing, it, it has a meaning. And it's essentially a with this coloration is a promise to kill. And in this case, Drift questioning uh, Rodimus was, well, do you understand this is the promise to kill? And who do you plan on killing? And the first thing out of Rodimus' mouth is getaway. The one that got away. <laughs> of course, you know, the whole world shook and then, you know, Drift just happened to brush his face accidentally with a little bit of purple. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, funny. <laughs> yeah, moving on. So I enjoy Brainstorm Double Reverse Engineering, a teleportation device that barely works. And it's also odd that it takes two to check the coordinates. Weird. But it works. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Everyone arrives on Cybertron. Yay! Right? Right? Everything goes exactly as planned. Like always. Like always, right? Everybody does exactly what they're told. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> but no, Kilo, what what happens? Well, our our team of Lost Lighters appear on Cybertron, yes, but it's not their Cybertron. It's the functionalist Cybertron, which we visited v- before through Rewind's memories. Uh, we were shown a, a time where uh, Rewind was with uh, Minimus and Dominus. And, and uh, Minimus was just returning from his duties. And Dominus was, his head was changed with the monitor. And now we've come to this world where everything you say and see is controlled by the council or the Senate in this case. Yes, which the is fascist council. Yes, it's not nice. It's not good. It's not nice. But our heroes arrive in just in time to be saved by Antifa. I mean, sorry, the AVL to the <laughs> anti-vocationist league. Same thing. The right? anti-fascist league, right? I'm yes, sorry. <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse you. And I really enjoy a lot of the characters in this alt universe take inspiration from the Transformers Armada, Transformers Energon series. Like a lot of the same models that they use for a lot of characters are reused in this comic, but they have different colors, right? Yeah, so there's yeah. two jet fires. Two jet fires, the, the Energon jet fire. On the flip side <laughs> of things, what are our thoughts on Tailgate in a fit of rage accidentally hitting Node? Quick to the point there again. What are our thoughts? Can I explain yes. why? Like like the beforehand stuff. So yeah. like all the people woke up from these pods and some of them were Decepticons that didn't necessarily know that the war was over or didn't accept that the war was over, right? And one of these people was Fangry. And Fangry was talking to, I forgot who he was talking to, was essentially saying, well, we're outnumbered three to one, but the best idea is to take out the strongest one and in this case, he was pointing towards Tailgate. So Fangry did a little something, something to Tailgate. In this case, he kind of, I think he did something to uh, Cyclonus, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, when when Cyclonus yeah. is sleeping, he has night terrors and he accidentally hits Cyclonus several times doing extreme damage in some cases. Yeah, but that wasn't, that wasn't Fangry. That was... Yeah, that wasn't Fangry. Yeah, Tailgate thinks it's Fangry. We later yeah. on discover it's not Fangry, but yes. Exactly. And to I want to leave a note here for the listeners. Fangry is another fan favorite of Computron, but Computron, continue on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, Tailgate gets mad and he goes in and he wants to wallop Fangry, like big old wallop. And well... A node kind of comes in and was trying to break up the fight, and we all know Tailgate has a super strength. Problem is, is he's getting really, really strong, and he's getting more and more strong, and he's burning a lot of energon, and his strength is kind of almost pretty much getting out of control to the point where a node kind of p- puts their hand on Tailgate's arm, and Tailgate it looked like from his perspective he was trying to nudge a node off but ends up walloping a node even harder than he was walloping fangry and a node goes flying like hundreds of yards away and just pretty much out cold yeah yeah all i can say all i can say is the sun is real low big guy time to go to bed (laughs) he needs a nap (laughs) Um, i know you just talked about tailgate do you mind talking about and we'll just do it all at once whirl and their favorite nemesis 
all at once. So I like because oh. in this comic, there's a lot of back and forth. Okay, okay well, yeah. back and forth. Just talk about the whole encounter, I guess. Whirl meets his nemesis, Killmaster, aka what was his real name? I forgot what his real name was. Uh, I think it was Master. Master Killer or something Master like Kill- that, like so, something really yeah. lame. <laughs> and so, uh, Killmaster has a wand. Uh, and one, well, first of all, back up. Killmaster was one of the bots that was kind of in a pod, but he didn't really open up. And you know, I think that was the whole like investigation of like why didn't this pod open up? And then, lo and behold, it's Worlds' best friend, Killmaster. And I think while he was there, I think he was with Swerve and he was like, well, how did you defeat him? He's like, ah, good question. I actually never defeated this guy. <laughs> yeah, he so. lied about it. He's just like, I just assumed he died because, you know, bots like him don't he retire. He disappeared for a million years. And I was like, ah, he's dead. <laughs> he just wanted to take the credit. So what happens is Killmaster has a wand that in this case, I think it was discovered that and it puts people in a pocket dimension. Whirl is trying to fight him. I, the couple, there's a couple of people that got zapped. It was Swerve and it was um, Ten. What was that? Ten. 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 Yep. I, I could. I was. I don't know why I was thinking wrong, but it was Ten. Whirl was kind of fighting him, and he was, you know, requesting backup. And then one of the people that was coming in for backup, in this case, he was requesting Cyclonus, comes in, and Cyclonus, out of nowhere, has half of his face missing, half of his arm missing, and almost half of his body just completely damaged. And but somehow they help, dis- you know, dis- I won't say destroy, but help beat up Killmaster. And uh, they take the wand back to Brainstorm, who was actually able to, again, reverse engineer the wand to bring back the people from the pocket dimension. But uh, can I talk about the whole uh, uh, why Cyclonus is missing half of like literally almost everything? Yeah, I think we covered it a little bit when we were talking about Fangry, but you can yeah, cover it again if you want. So uh, Cyclonus was not telling Tailgate that he's hurting him when he's asleep and whirl and kind of the reason why I want to talk about this is world is like, you, you, you have to tell Telegate that he's doing this too. And Cyclonus looks at him and goes, we never had this conversation and I'm never telling Telegate. And so a little bit later in the comic world's the one that actually breaks the bad news to Telegate. Exactly. Moving on from that sad news Ooh. to <laughs> more of a fascist universe. Oh, hell, the useless one, am I right? Oh, but what I really one. enjoy is Ratchet's unamused face when Brainstorm and Nightbeat squeal when they find out about the new universe. <laughs> of course. That was pretty Something. funny. I do like in the background, because I think Brainstorm's the one that first picks up, and so they tell him the news, and he starts flying around, and then Nightbeat picks it up. And then he hears the news, and so then they switch, and so Brainstorm is now picking up, and you can see Nightbeat driving around in circles, all excited. And it was pretty funny. <laughs> pretty funny. Killbite, do you mind describing more in depth about this new universe, specifically when the team meets Nine of Twelve, the the one that defected from the Functionist Council? Like, what makes this different? What what was the the deciding event that caused the branch? What was the deciding event that crossed? Cost a branch. Oof. <laughs> nine, nine of 12 decided to uh, break up from the Senate because he doesn't approve of what's going on. Based on the history, the, uh, the current functionist Senate is trying to 
install fear into the citizens and that way if they're uh, if they have fear then they don't have you know they, they won't think for themselves and they'll want everything done for them and so the 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 crew discovers the past of what's been going on how the original senate was dethroned by this functionist senate and they've started creating new rules and uh suddenly in the big screen they see wrong and the senate starts explaining that wrong is the key to Vector Sigma and a way to get to enter Vector Sigma because the pools on Cybertron emptied. And so the function said that if Primus wanted to create life, he would have created it. The pools would not have dried. So creating, I don't want to say it's not real life, but you know, they're, they're creating these bodies with these sparks that are, that are being handmade created or created by bots that they say that that's not, that doesn't go with the religion. And so they sealed off Vector Sigma. And so the Senate say that Rong was created to enter Vector Sigma. And so the protective barrier is on Untanium. And Rong has a big drill head that has on Untanium on it. And so only on Untanium can destroy on Untanium. And the crew decides to rescue Rong because they have mass displaced his body because he's become this huge drill and that's causing a lot of pain and so Ratchet is there to save him. While the rest of the crew tries to protect the Cybertron from Luna 2, which was sold to the Black Consortia, but it was all a lie because the Functionist Senate, uh, 12 of 12, if I'm not mistaken, uh, he is using the moon as an extractor. He's gonna send it off to different planets and get materials and minerals so that they can create more life. And they're going to use it here on Cybertron to take care of all the population that they deem not useful. And if your alt mode is not useful, you're just going to be melted for parts and like that. And so they're, they're using Luna 2 as a, this big magnet to bring everybody into Luna 2. So the, the, the crew splits off and Megatron is in charge of leading the resistance while Rodimus is in charge of rescuing Rong. It's quite a bit. It's quite a master plan. <laughs> yes. Before before we dive too further in, I'd like to dive into some other details. But first, a quick ad break. Hey, all lifeforms. This is Hypebeam here, and I have a message for you. I met your local Dino King, and Beryllium Baloney Dinobot Nuggets are back. That's right. For a limited time only, you can purchase Beryllium Baloney Dinobot Nuggets. Made from the freshest minerals, both lightweight and strong alkaline earth metals, you know it has everything you want. Each nugget is formed into adorable chibi dinosaur shapes. Oh, hi. I didn't see you behind me in line. Uh, yeah, just a click. I'm thinking out loud. Hmm. Beryllium bologna dinobot nuggets are delicious and also... For a limited time, when you buy one box, you can get a second one free. That's two for the price of one. What? No. I think you're full of sodium salami. Nope, I'm full of beryllium baloney. You two caused me torture because you will not order. Wait, wait, I, I didn't read the rest of the menu yet. Are you serious? Raspinatron needs his dino nuggies. And welcome back. What were your thoughts on Rong's alt mode in this universe? <laughs> I want Kilo to 
opinion. Because <laughs> I, I know what the other one is. <laughs> I thought it was interesting in the sense that, like, I know they made him look like a drill, but the drill head does not look like a drill head. It looked like a crystal. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. uh, like, I could tell it wasn't his uh, real form before they said it wasn't. Because uh, Ratchet says that you know he's not supposed to be that big and all that and so i i just figured that wrong was going to be a tool of some kind uh, but i we haven't really seen his alt mode too much this is kind of me of going based on the toy that came out in the siege line and he kind of in the siege line he's a gun but i think he was more of a he looks like a like a wrench kind of tool which is kind of sad being a bot that could be anything and you become a wrench <laughs> Oh, yeah. um, the not so useless one. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, like Kilobyte was saying, the moon comes into view. I mean, that's no moon. That's uh, Luna too. Well, it it's been converted into like a harvester unit with freaking tractor beams. Oof! Freaking <laughs> space laser. Exactly. I do want to say, Kyler, before we get into that, was one of the funniest things to me was is that. Oh, Rung is like this kind of almost looking pathetic individual, right? And um, so. people from the Lost Light do not want to stay here. They want to leave. One of the things that <laughs> they were trying to do is they were getting ready to try to leave. And this pathetic Rung looks at Rodimus and goes, if you want to leave, you have to go through me. And that was the end of that issue. Next issue, Rodimus just punches him in the face. Like, saying, <laughs> okay, I will pop. Like, okay. Yeah, it's a yeah. bit too far for Rodimus. I think he had pent up frustration from the rung of their universe. Yes. And he's like, I'll just take it out on this one. And we're leaving, so he's not going to care, <laughs> I guess. No one's going to stop me. I really enjoy the banter while they're rescuing this rung between Rodimus and the Matrix head guy, mocking him with his hand and flapping it as if it was blah, blah, blahing. Yes, that's re that reminded me of of a movie i think it's master of disguise where he yeah, goes this, this is yeah. what you're doing yeah. this is what i want you to do so flipping back to the main universe i'm gonna call it main verse we find out that <laughs> rung in this universe as it turns out can make photonic crystals killer what are your theories on what these are for I thought they were going to be kind of some sort of uh, energy source of some kind. Kind of hard for me to... Because, you know, for Transformers, everything is Energon. So mm -hmm. when they say photonic crystals, I was like, I have no idea what this is. This could be anything. This could just be a new type of, of fuel source. You know, either it's been dried off for many of billions of years and somehow wrong is now creating some. And that's kind of about it. I didn't really think much about it. I was like, I guess I'll find out. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out soon enough. I don't think we find out in this one entirely. Other than like they, they assisted with helping with life. I think Nova Prime in the Functionalist Universe was using it for that. Yes, he was using it yeah. to... Constructing yep. coal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Yep. But this volume issue story wouldn't be a james roberts issue story if we didn't have a love tragedy and that tragedy is anode's friend lug turns out to be dead the whole time it's she's 
been in her head the entire time. Thoughts on this event? Big sad. Big sad. But it's, it's a James Roberts gut punch. <laughs> the gays can't be happy. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it is you know definitely sad, but it didn't impact me as much as if it would have if it happened later on, because this is the first time we're meeting this these characters. And so, like, I don't know much about them and I'm not too attached to them. Like, I really enjoy their interacting at the beginning and it wants me to, like, I want to learn more about them, especially Anode's kind of archaeologist, uh, digging up treasure and all that personality. I really like those type of characters. But then Lug not being there, I'm like, well, I guess they're not there. You know, I didn't like it. It was like, okay, it's sad, but not too much for, for me, the reader, just because I don't know much about them and I'm not too attached to them. I feel like it happened too completely fast. Fair. Yeah, completely fair. These are new characters. Not a lot has been established with them. Right. Which is kind of weird. Like, like exactly. here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, here you go. We're going to give you something. Oh, nope, you can't have it. Back <laughs> yeah. to the alt universe. Megatron is having conflicting feelings. He wants to stay here in the functionalist universe and help save people. And he doesn't want to also look like He's running away from his trial while doing it. So he feels conflicted. He wants to help, but he doesn't want it to look like he's running away from his trial because he doesn't want to run anymore. He wants to face things. That's interesting. (laughs) I like that idea. Um, Yeah, I did. I really liked that. This was his redemption and his 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 opening his door opening to be redeemed. Mm-hmm. Especially, yeah. it's, it's it's also hard hard for him because he's with Terminus, and Terminus doesn't know anything that's happened throughout yeah. the four million year war. So Terminus is all kind of like trying to be like, you know, you're inspiring. You should lead these people and or these bots and and all that. And uh, Megatron's like, I know you believe in me, but I've done so bad, so many bad things. Like I don't even think I should do be doing this kind of thing, you know. And it it's just like hurting him inside, not being able to tell his friend what he's done in a way. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. But moving us along a little bit, do we have any favorite scenes while Rodimus Megatron continued to fight against the fascists? I mean, functionalists, except for, you know, everyone's big favorite scene, big rung punching the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I could tell you that the the contrapositive, not the contrapositive, the opposite of is when Run just gets smooshed. Oh, poor Run. Poor. I don't Ron. think he gets smooshed. He just gets overwhelmed with pain because it come to find out, anyone can be mass displaced by size, but the bigger you go, the more pain you take on. So yeah. because he was so big, he was the size of like five titans on top of each other. So he was massive. He was probably like under an enormous amount of stress. That's what probably killed him. I kind of, and the listeners are probably like, oh, of course, Kamishama said. I kind of didn't mean that <laughs> in a sarcastic way. I liked that it, they did that with Rung in the sense that it gave mm-hmm. me more respect for Rung's character because this is a different Rung that was put up, putting up with hardships. And it, and in the end, he went out in a blaze of glory. And throughout all of MTM, you know, more than meets the eye and everything, Rung wasn't really much of a fighter. He was kind of like this pacifist almost. And, you know, you, you for me, this was, it was nice. It, it gave me more respect for Rung, even though this isn't the Rung that we shipped with. <laughs> that we shipped with. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do, I do like what 
uh, like this little story arc for the for the wrong or for the wrong of this universe. Uh, I thought it was pretty neat, and that he was willing to become a a beacon for these bots by sacrificing himself, which was pretty cool. Absolutely. So moving along, we get to our conclusion of this universe, fighting the functionalists, and we it's a race to get to the teleporters, but Rodimus, the first teleporter, does not work. So they need to change location. And then on their way to the second location, Roller calls Terminus and tells them that change of plans. However, Terminus does not tell Megatron about the change of plans and instead takes them to the teleporter that's not working while the other team is going to the one that does work, forcing Megatron to stay behind and help the Functionalist. I think this is because Terminus wants to see Megatron do good. He wants to see Megatron kind of own his word because he remember how he's listening to Megatron write the uh, Decepticon manifesto? Yeah. 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 At least that's what I thought. Yeah, well, you know, Terminus believes in the Megatron that was with him in the mines and all that. He just doesn't know, like, anything that Megatron has done. So for him, he's always going to be a hero. Uh, Or at least during this period before, I don't know if he'll ever find out. But for now, Megatron is like his idol, his hero. He's like, yes, he's going to move us forward. He's going to get us out of here. And he's going to help these bots fight for their freedom. Yeah. So... Megatron staying behind. I enjoy him inspiring the survivalists slash resistance to rise up against the functionalists. Anyway, Kilo, do you have any other favorite parts about this ending here before we move on to the the main verse ending? So towards the end of of the functionalist universe, uh, Megatron is you know, rallying the the bots and he's going to tell them that they're going to fight for freedom and they're going to teach every other bot uh, what their vision is going to be of of their of the freedom that they're fighting for. But we also see Megatron standing on a ledge looking at the stars and he has a communicator and suddenly it says, Roller, is that you? And earlier in the issue, uh, Roller was trying to communicate with Orion Pax. And so for me, the teleporter teleporting scene was happening uh, i thought that roller had given terminus the wrong location that way megatron would stay just because megatron uh, for for roller megatron symbolizes orion pack like they have a lot of similarities and so he wanted to see megatron do good as well he doesn't know the the, the you know he doesn't know what megatron's done but since he wasn't able to communicate with the orion packs of this universe he's like i need to leave somebody that can you know bring that truth and bring that fight to these functionalists and bring them down which uh, i really really enjoyed and it says peace through empathy which is uh, pretty good really nice yeah Yeah. the opposite of peace through tyranny what he usually used to go with yes computron you have any favorite parts of this alt universe Oh, you took it. Uh, it was <laughs> so good. It was peace through empathy. I know with this that they're gonna, there's gonna obviously, and you can get the vibe, and there's gonna be an uprising against the functionalist society. Let's do it. Let's fight the fascisms. But it's yeah, nice yeah. that Megatron has somebody to kind of hold him in place, kind of thing. Yeah. Like he has Terminus there. He has yeah. Terminus. He has Orion. I'm assuming Terminus is going to get eliminated and then he'll be angry. And then <laughs> welcome back to the theory corner with Kilobyte. <laughs> <laughs> back to the main verse. 
Aino discovers how to bring back luck. Happy ending indeed. Although, it, in my opinion, it feels like quick and like we, we didn't have enough time to both get to know these characters or mourn. Anyway, that happens. Thoughts? Oh, haha, just kidding. Fug's alive. <laughs> <laughs> feel the same way. It's like, it, you, <laughs> yeah, you just, you just kill them off and then now you're bringing them back. It's just like, it feels like this is the whole rewind Chrome Dome scenario again. Like, yes, they're going to be back together, but then they're not the same bots that they were with, with before. Exactly. So the, like, it's probably just going to be as awkward as the, Rewind and Chrome Dome when they were starting to work things out. So we'll see where that goes. Are there any final thoughts about this volume as a whole? Anything we didn't touch up on or anything you want to revisit and just say, yeah, this was fantastic? Oh, gosh. No. <laughs> There's just so much to talk about. Yeah, please go read it. We When we do these reviews, we don't talk about everything. These are literally like the spark notes, pun intended. Yeah. I these... really want... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I just clicked and he just lost it. <laughs> yep, I was gonna say this is we. I think you know we touched about I say, thirty or forty percent of the comic. We never actually went in total depth. Yeah. All right, let's do Rod Stars then. Uh, Computron, you want to go first? Good for start off, uh, but <laughs> I don't. I guess I'm not a fan of just immediately killing off somebody that we just met kind of thing. It's like, oh, okay. Give us a four and a half. Four. I, I'm going to lean towards a four, actually. Four? Okay. Kilo? I'm there with you. Uh, it's also for me a four. Like, it's a good start off for the Lost Light story. It kept me intrigued, especially with the Functions universe and how things are working over there. I was. It always kept me guessing, like, how they're going to go back and how they're going to you know, go back to their universe and if they're going to go back to their universe, because now they're they're kind of attached to this whole rebellion and they're, they want to protect it. So that kept me involved. I didn't really like the whole a no lug sad story that Lug didn't make it, uh, but I do like the character. So uh, we'll see what goes on from here. But a four. Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with all your points. They're all valid, but the art is beautiful. So four and a half for me. <laughs> No, no, the art yeah, is always beautiful. I mean, how can you beat it? Was not how Alex Milne. It was it was it was surprising. Still yeah. good. Still good. Yeah. It's still good. Yes. That's Computron. There's there's artists that are good. <laughs> not they well, don't I'll be honest, when I first read it, I thought it was Alex, but like there, there were just some gimmicks and I'm like, no, that doesn't feel like Alex. They gotcha. Yeah, they yeah. Gotcha. very sim it's very similar for sure to Alex, yeah. but uh, you can see it with some of the character designs like Cyclonus no, no longer has his like skull phase. His mm -hmm. mouth is just one piece now instead of being divided like it used to be. So you can see those details there. Yeah, subtle differences, but still wonderful. The colors, the lines, fantastic. But listeners, what did you think of these comics? How many Rod Stars would you give it? Let us know by leaving a comment below. All right, so if you would like to get in contact with us, you can send us an email at swervesbarpodcast at gmail.com. That is S-W-E-R-V-E-S-B-A-R podcast at gmail.com. Does anyone have any toys they would like to talk about? I I went to Sidefest with uh, Onyx and I got myself a Siege Impactor from the 3-pack. So his head is Ooh, more nice. like a gladiator. 
uh, head, which I really like. It's more towards the IDW impactor, which I really, really love the figure, and I've been messing around with it on my desk a lot. <laughs> nice. I uh, I got a Funko, which is a gift from Onyx. Uh, it was, it's a Funko Soundwave, and if you guys know me for a long time now, he's my favorite Transformer. I what, really? Uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to read. It's a Funko Transformer 26 uh, Soundwave, and my god does his helmet just look radical in this one <laughs> Red like, I, I, one thing i love about funkos is their heads are huge but this one's looks aggressive it looks cool yeah it's really good <laughs> well folks do you remember that episode way back when when i was saying this is my favorite idw octopus prime character and i'm gonna order a toy of it done done yeah, it, <laughs> it's, it's here i have it it's fantastic it's its masterpiece size and scale I do not have a trailer with it, but on the instructions it says it can hold a Masterpiece Optimus Prime trailer to it. And it comes with an adapter as well. It is fantastic. The only problem I have with it is his head is maybe a little too small. But everything else is great. His eyes light up. It's great. Fantastic. Nice. Hello. Now it's do standing. we need to have a talk? No, no, no. Stop it. <laughs> How many times have I told you? It's not a Twitch, but it okay. is called Twitch. So I've been streaming on the platform called twitch.tv slash Prime, where you can find me there Tuesdays and Thursdays, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I'll be playing video games, talking about Transformers, Kamen Rider, and all the good geeky stuff that you uh, humans enjoy. And I hope to see you all there. We can all have fun. And if you want updates on streams when they're happening and if they're going to be moved, you can follow me on Twitter at Prime. Fantastic. Are you two ready for Transformers Till All Are One, Volume 2? Yes, I'm ready. Hilobite, do you mind taking us out? Will do. If you've enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. If you want to help out the show even further, we have started a Patreon. All of the proceeds will go to supporting the show and keeping the lights on. Of course, we have some tiers that offer other forms of gratitude, such as 3D printed files and an entry to our Discord channel. We'll even get early access to our comic review videos a week before they're publicly released. Also, we have a goal to reach 500 subscribers. We'll be holding a brand new kind of giveaway we've never done before, so make sure to click that subscribe button and tell your friends that it's always a good time. And as always, we hope you're all staying safe out there. Thank you so, so much for listening. Till all are one. Till all are one. Till all are one. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Swervesbar Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Swervesbar. If you are interested in more content, try checking out the spinoff D&D series Transform Rollout. The first season, Rise of the World Killers, is completely out now. Let us tune in for a preview now. Well, we better start acting like we're caught. Yeah. Whatever's coming down there. Yeah, yeah. You guys are a big trouble. Yep, yep. Totally. Oh, no. <laughs> Please Whoa, get on your hands and knees, you Okay, that's getting scumbags. a little weird. That's getting a little weird. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut that bit. Um, this <laughs> cave. I've been right, caught. The bumpers, the real bumpers are... Fascinating. There's also a YouTube channel with bonus content with a link provided below.
And if you are so inclined, you can support us on Patreon, where you can get even more bonus content, such as several 3D files and access to their Discord. Links will be provided below. And transmission.